computers and computer communication, and cyber um, uh, threat and cyber technology is really about the dark threat of, it, of the computer technology. Now, when I was called by the Prime Minister some seven years ago, and he asked me to prepare a national plan for Israel, a five-year plan, what the government should do in order to be prepared to future cyber threats, I told him uh, on the spot that no one can really forecast what will be the threat three or four or five years from now. And the reason is very simple, because one generation in computer technology is one year. I mean, in our life, human life, one generation is 25 or 30 years. So five years doesn't look so much, so long. But in, 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 in computer technology, five years is five generations. And therefore, no one can predict five generations ahead. It's like trying to predict something related to human life 100 or 120 years from now, which, of course, no one can do. And then he asked, okay, so what, what can we do in order to be prepared? I told him the only thing we can do is building the right ecosystem that is mainly people, educated people and, and organizations that if we will have the right ecosystem, these people will know what to do three or four or five years from now when the new threats will emerge, threats that we cannot predict today. And, and that's what we did. I mean, we didn't start, of course, from zero. We already had quite a developed high-tech ecosystem in Israel. And when we say high-tech, a major component is computer and computer and communication uh, of high-tech. And therefore, what we had to do is to take the existing, already existing ecosystem, high-tech ecosystem that we had in, in 2011, let's say, and, and shift it a little bit, only a few degrees, towards cybersecurity. And this is what we do, and this, this is why the ecosystem plays uh, such a big role in, in Israel being a kind of hub, uh, international hub, global hub for cyber technology. Do you think that other countries can replicate the success of Israel? The, the outer conflict? Do you think that other countries are, are able to replicate um, Israel's success in the cyber system? Oh. Partly, yes. I mean, if you take the technological part of it, uh, I don't think we, we technologically, we, we can do things that cannot be done in the developed world, in, in the, the U.S. Or, or, or Great Britain, etc. cetera. Uh, but it's more than this. I mean, we have certain elements which... Uh, uh, are not existing in, in the UK or, or any other country in the world. And one of them is the uh, uh, compulsory military service. Mm -hmm. uh, and, and in Israel, every boy and girl age 18 has to go for three years to the military, uh, military service. And we sought these people, we sought the, the 18 years old when they come, 
and we send them to those units which fit, fit their skills. And if they are good in computers, for example, we will send them to uh, military units which deal with computers, including cyber warfare. And when they, at the end of this year, they come back to civilian life, civil life, they come back with uh, something that uh, they learned during the service, and this, and, and because uh, it's everyone in Israel, and because um, uh, the proportion is very high, this is one of the reasons why uh, we have here an advantage over other countries. I mean, if, if you want to uh, copy this element, you should have compulsory service, and of course, this is not, uh, uh, no one will do it, or no, al- almost no one will do it, unless it has a real strategic problems, uh, being uh, a small country surrounded by hostile environment like we are. Okay? Mm-hmm. Uh, but other elements can, can be copied. Uh, the idea of the ecosystem, the, the need to develop educational programs. For example, in Israel, this, this, is, this was also one of the recommendations that I submitted to the government in 2011, and, and all my certain recommendations were accepted by the government and turned into government resolutions. One of the uh, examples I can give you is the educational system in, in high schools. It's not only universities. In high schools, I mean, Israel is the only country in the world we still have matriculation examinations. So we are the only country in the, in, in the world in which you can choose as a subject for matriculation examinations at the, at the end of uh, uh, high schools. You can choose cyber up to the, the highest uh, level. Hmm. We have levels in this uh, uh, examination. And, and we also started uh, two years ago to teach cybersecurity in elementary schools, basic schools. I mean, we don't teach the kids how to write a code and, and things like this, but the same way we educate them how to cross a, a road in, in very, um, uh, when they are very young, uh, first classes, first, uh, we don't teach them how to drive, but we teach them how to cross the road. We came to the conclusion that we already have in these ages to teach them how to live in this uh, very connected uh, world with all the uh, social networks and Facebook and, uh, and you name it. And, and, and then in, in high school they can really learn uh, uh, cyber security even uh, as a major subject. And then in the universities, in every university in, in Israel, we teach today uh, cyber security. It's not that you, you usually in all the rest of the world you can go and, and, and learn computer science or computer engineering or something like this and not cyber security directly for bachelor, for, for undergraduate. Uh, um, uh, in Israel you can in every university and in every university we have a cyber research center. The biggest one, by the way, is at Tel Aviv University and I, uh, I happen to uh, be the director of this one. And we have many other things. I mean, awareness, for example, which is very important. And we do a lot of things uh, in Israel. We have a national week. We call it National Cyber Week. 
in which we have uh, hundreds of events. Uh, one of the uh, major one is, is an international conference, a big one. Last year we had 8,000 people coming for, from some over 50 countries. And it's a conference. I mean, people discussing new ideas in all the areas and a lot of activities like this. At the end of the day, uh, the common wisdom uh, among professionals say that we are uh, one of the three or four uh, leading countries worldwide uh, uh, in cyber technology. Fascinating. Um, speaking of cyber awareness, uh, and connectivity. A large problem in cybersecurity today is the exponential growth of insecure IoT devices touching every corner of our lives. How do you think we can effectively mitigate these emerging structural risks without having to reinvent the Internet? Yeah. Well, uh, as I said before, uh, IoT, IoT is about putting computer chips every, everywhere in every device even on our uh, closers, and and then uh, enable those uh, chips to communicate between them through a kind of Internet of Things. This is what what is IoT. Now, uh, if you remember what I said before, the uh, uh, cyber world, cyber technology is really the dark side of computer technology. It. It, the conclusion is the immediate conclusion is that once we will have this vision of IoT uh, becomes real, the number of cyber problems that we will have to solve will will go exponent, exponentially up uh, because uh, it will not be only the computers that we have today in our offices or homes. Uh, it will be almost everywhere, and therefore the number of problems we will have, cyber problems we will have to solve, will go also exponentially. And, and, so, so, and, and we have to take it into account from the beginning. I mean, it's not wise to develop IoT devices and then later on, after applying it, thinking about how we make some patches to make it more secure. This is not the right thing. We have to uh, design from the beginning to take it uh, into consideration and design the, the devices and the uh, communication system between those devices in such a way that it will be more secure. Um, I have to agree with that. Um, but unfortunately, most of the IoT products coming to market today do not are not being built with security uh, built in. So for my last question, I would like to bring it back to the micro. Um, how can the average consumer reduce their exposure to cyber risks in this era of hyperconnection uh -huh. we're living? Reduce, reduce the exposure. Okay. Mm -hmm. um, well, th there is a lot of uh, many practices, very simple ones. If, if you speak about the, the average consumer, you have to to uh, use antivirus uh, software in your computer. Uh, don't uh, answer mails, uh, emails from uh, coming from uh, suspicious uh, 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 addresses, etc., etc. 
if you do it, you can, you, it will not make you immune to, against cyber threats because if NSA or Russian FSB would like to attack your computer, I guess they will overcome all these uh, simple procedures and, and <laughs> attack your computer. But you can, it's the same, same way, like I'm, I'm always saying that it's the same way like crime. I mean, for example, we, we lock our doors because we are afraid that someone will enter and, and steal something from our houses. Mm-hmm. We understand that uh, those simple locks that we put on our doors will, will not be a big problem for a very professional criminal. Okay? Mm-hmm. We, uh, we, we do understand it. But we also understand that by doing it, all the non-professional ones, will fail in uh, breaking into our house, okay? The same way we have to treat cybersecurity. We, we don't demand from our uh, police and law enforcement forces to reduce crime to zero. I mean, this is, we, we, we all, under, we understand that crime will never be zero rate. Mm-hmm. But we demand those law enforcement forces to keep the rate of crime very low, uh, so low that we'll be able to, generally speaking, continue with the way of life we want to live. The same way we should uh, treat um, uh, cyber attacks. It's almost impossible to take measures that will eliminate totally cyber attacks, but we don't have to, to go to this situation. The only demand that is uh, can be uh, realistically uh, achieved is that we will keep the, ra- the rate of serious attacks very low mm-hmm. in such a way that we will usually be able to live as we wanted to live uh, uh, and, and before the attack. And this is, this is achievable. You have to add to this. It's not enough. I mean, the, uh, you cannot really protect yourself as a person or, or a small business or a big business or a huge business, you cannot really protect yourself without some intervention of at the national level because mm-hmm. you are not allowed to, to go after the bad guys. You are not allowed to uh, uh, spy on potential adversaries in order to uh, protect yourself. Only the government can do it. And therefore, uh, one of the things we did in Israel, and you mentioned it in the beginning, is is building this national uh, cyber defense layer, which is in charge of cleaning the network. This is something, cleaning the network, I mean, from malware, from viruses and things. And this is something uh, uh, private people cannot do by themselves. Something adding. Um, so it's a matter of, of cyber awareness and uh, cyber education and cyber hygiene practices on the micro level, but also a, a combined effort with, with government. Um, that's what you're saying, correct? Yeah. Government and, and, and private sector should and, uh, work on it together. Mm-hmm. Fascinating. Professor Ben Israel, thank you very much for your time today. I appreciate it. Thank you. 
Thank you very much. Have a great day. Bye. Bye.